Ladies and gentlemen, what's up, BC? Another interview for you here for the podcast, Supreme Being. Appreciate you guys uh, supporting. I think in the last week, we've gotten another like 50 or 60 reviews on the podcast. So I really appreciate all the support, guys. That's been one of the few platforms that has just continued to explode over the years. Uh, but I have my, my good friend here, the success broker himself for the interview. I'll let him introduce himself and then we'll roll right into the interview. What's going on, my friend? Hey, what's up? What's up, Brian? Um, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm a real estate broker coach with EXP Realty. Uh, I've been in business for 10 years. Uh, over the last 10 years, seven of it, I was an individual agent up until end of 2020. For the past three years, I started a team. You know, uh, it's been a year in EXP. So excited to be here, bro. Share my journey. Oh, yeah, man. So uh, the success broker brand, was that from the beginning or was that when you started creating the about team? The, about the last three years, yeah. Okay, cool. So what was it like when you started out? Um, I, I started up, well, most of the people that get into real estate business do it in an unconventional way. I, had, I didn't have a plan to be a real estate agent. Um, I mainly got licensed at the time when I got licensed was back in 2014, beginning of 2014. I did it to save money because I was investing in real estate and I started seeing, you know, the, how much money real estate agent was making off of my deals. So I'm like, you know what, I could save that money and get yeah. licensed. I didn't know all the details on how to do transactions. None of that. I'm like, I'll figure it out to save this money. So I got licensed and uh, didn't have plans for sales. I've never wanted to be in real estate sales. Uh, but eventually, about a year into getting licensed, I decided to get into sales. And I started with Keller Williams, uh, went through their Ignite program. That's one of the reasons why I joined them. I was only with them for about two months. So after the training, I realized that that's all they give you. They give you that and they charge you 40% of your money. It's actually more than 40% if you really do the math. So I decided to go on my own, started small, started a small brokerage where they were giving me leads and, um, you know, it's been history, but yeah, it's, it was tough. Uh, when you're starting in real estate, there is a lot of confusion on what it takes to become successful. Uh, brokers tell you, oh, anyone can be successful, you know, just get licensed and get in and, and, and you'll find out that it takes a lot more discipline than just getting licensed, you know, it, it, it's a business. A lot of people don't get that initially, right? Uh, so they don't approach it as a business. They take it as like, oh, okay, it's uh, another stream of income. A lot of people get in it because of uh, making extra income. A lot of people get in it to get the flexibility, but it's not flexible. Uh, you have to go by, you know, if you really want to be successful, you have to have a really uh, uh, organized and disciplined schedule. I'm sure you know that. <laughs> Yeah, man. So uh, it's interesting. You, did you, when you mentioned the sales aspect of it, were you just like opposed to it? It, it wasn't like your style or, or what was that about? Because a lot of people bring that up. Like, ah, I don't want to be a salesman. Yeah, actually, exactly. That was my mindset. So I was very introverted when I started. I, I would be the guy that would be like, if it's a party or if it's a big gathering, I'll be at the back of the room, right? Not talking to people. So I wasn't really a people's person, right? I didn't like being social that was one aspect second was i didn't want to be a salesperson i didn't want to be looked at a, uh, and the picture that i had at the time of real estate agents were kind of like the car salesmen right they're pushing mm -hmm. people to buy a house yeah. i didn't want to be that 
I lack the experience uh, and and my backstory coming into this country. I've been in this country 17 years now uh, in real estate, 10 years of it, right? So more than half of that time I've been a real estate agent, but I didn't have a big sphere of influence. A lot of people didn't know me. And, and so a, a combination of a lot of things, but mainly because I didn't want to be a salesperson and I didn't want to sell houses, right? That was kind of an ego thing, but at the same time, more of it was fear that people won't use me because I lack experience. People won't use me because, yeah. you know, people that know me didn't know me, didn't have a positive uh, picture of me, right? Yeah, I love that, man. And, and, and I'm glad you shared that because I think a lot of people view it from that standpoint because if I talk to 100 people, man, I would say probably 80 at this point, maybe even 90 would say the same thing. Oh, I'm introverted. I don't see myself as like the life of the party. So they because of what you said, fear, they'll, they'll yeah. be hesitant, yeah. right? For sure. And I know from a fact when I started, one of the guys that was working with me and when he finally embraced it, he was very much so like that, right? Very man of few words, didn't have a lot of energy, right? Didn't really speak up, but he ended up doing very, very well embracing some basic principles you know yeah. so you get into the sales thing you do the ignite program you jump out on your own did you immediately start having success or was it like a oh, arduous no. so i did i did the ignite program and i was more convinced that i don't want to be a real city <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like okay so but at the same the during that time i was running an e-commerce business uh pretty successful you know i did six figures income doing that over four years right so it wasn't like huge money but it was more money than i ever saw in my you know lifetime yeah. living in this country more money than my parents made more money than anyone around me made so i was like okay i don't need to look for another hustle right so i only got license to save money uh but then i get it i'm like okay let me get a taste of what it's like so i do the ignite program I'm more convinced that i don't want to be everything that uh uh in that in that realm or uh, in the yeah. real estate sales realm so uh i continue to do what i'm doing then i get married in 2015 and kind of like i had a responsibility i'm more grounded i need to really figure out a, a consistent stream of income uh, long story short, I take a couple of jobs in the real estate industry. One was uh, learning, uh, working for an investment firm because that was my thing. So I'm like, okay, let me get into that first and learn real estate transactions. So I, I did that for six months, get, got me some steady income and uh, also learned the real estate transaction and investment side of things. Second thing I did was uh, marketing development for a uh, property management company. So I was cold calling absentee owners. Mm -hmm. I was networking in real estate events and, you know, uh, cham chamber of commerce. Uh, I was, you know, uh, connecting with people on Facebook groups. So a lot of the things, basic skills that real estate agents need to do to kind of connect with people. I yeah. got that. Around this time, I got into an accident and lost my car. So I was in, in a bad financial situation. And I was like, you know what? I need to give up this fear because I know there is a lot of money. This was around 20, uh, beginning of 2015. Mm. And I'm seeing real estate agents making like, you know, market is coming back up. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to face my fear and do it. So I joined this private brokerage. Uh, this was pretty much that 2015 was the year I sold about 30 to 35 houses. Uh, wasn't a lot of money, about $60,000 in our market, uh, because the price points were lower at that time. 
uh, I hired at the end of that year. I'm like, you know what? I think I could do this. I was getting some confidence. You know what? Mm-hmm. Working with strangers is my thing. I'm going to go work with strangers. Forget about the people that I know or all the limiting beliefs around if people would work with me because I'm new at real estate. I'm just going to go work with strangers. So the following yeah. year, I did like 60 houses, about 150,000 in GCI, and then continued on. But uh, for me to do that, I had to hire uh, I hired temporary organization at the end of 2015, realizing that, you know what, what I really need, the skill set around uh, having conversations and converting conversations because I was getting opportunities, Zillow leads at the time, uh, mm. but I wasn't, I was having a hard time getting them to work with me, right? Mm. So th- there were opportunities on the table, but I wasn't converting at a high level. I was working with a lot of people, but very few were working with me. So that helped me a lot uh, to see successful. So it wasn't about, it was, it was about two years uh, before I started seeing success after getting, getting licensed. I love that, man. And was there any particular things that you were doing that allowed you to improve in that aspect of like the conversation and the actual lead conversion? More having more conversations. So basically getting getting rid of fear. It helped me. Tom Perry uh, coaching helped me kind of get rid of fear and just get to conversations uh, initially, but then following an outline and a script. Right. Like having an objective in every single conversation. And it's not just about going with the flow. And it never ends up anything if you're just going with the flow. So following yeah. an outline, following a script and having an objective to meet with those people, right? Not just have conversations for the sake of getting to know people. Yeah, I love that, man. So now even having steady growth, I mean, I even looked at the email, the questionnaire, like I think last, uh, what was it, 2021, you sold 100 and how many was it? How many homes? Yeah, 120. So uh, my last year as an individual agent was the COVID year, 2020. Okay. I was locked in the house and I still sold more houses than I ever sold uh, 90 houses as an individual agent. Nice. I had an admin from Philippines who was doing basically taking my incoming calls and I had a transaction coordinator for Philippines. Uh, uh, so the VAs, two VAs and me, myself, uh, majority of those houses, 90 houses I sold was ho- from home, not showing it, not, you know, we made it work mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, but at the end of that year, I, I looked at my time, you know, it was a lot of money, three, over $300,000 in GCI. Uh, I looked at my time. I was working like 20 hours a day. Like there was more opportunities than I can handle. By then I had, uh, learned Facebook, Instagram, lead generation and conversion. I had systems around it. I had CRM set up. I had a database of hundred thousand people. Um, so I'm like, I could do this for the rest of my life if i want to i could repeat it over and over again but is this the life that i want to live like working 20 hours a day seven days a week i would literally shut my laptop go to sleep wake up open my laptop first thing to get to the messages and uh, return phone calls and emails so i i had to do some basically um, soul searching to find out like this is if i repeat this for another Three years, I would lose my marriage, right? I was married for five years by then. And, you know, we we were not in a good shape as far as our relationship because I was never there practically. I was, uh, even though I was working from home, it was the COVID year, uh, I was never there because I'm always glued to the computer or my phone. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, there there has to be a better way. There are people out there who are successful living a more fulfilled lifestyle right? And there has to be a balance here, right? So I hire a coach out of uh, Texas, uh, 
they have a, a book i'm sure most of you know real uh, million millionaire or million dollar real estate team uh, and and i'm like you know what let me explore how to build a proper team uh without having you know, doing the trial and error at that point i'm like i don't have no time for trial and error right uh, because there is opportunity on my table i don't want to lose out on this opportunity through doing trying things out on my own so I started a team from scratch. 2021, we sold 120 houses in 10 months um, uh, before I decided to come to uh, EXP. Uh, so uh, that was my best year uh, or first year as, as a real estate team. Yeah. I love that, man. So now that you've moved to EXP, how have you kind of changed everything? Uh, well, I have downsized the team before I come came to EXP. So first three months, so... Uh, you know, I already had the system set up as far as being a, uh, making an agent successful, right? I had the lead generation system set up, you know, uh, training, following my uh, coach's uh, guidance, the training and retention system, all of that set up. Uh, in my first, before coming to UXP, my first three months, I recruited 16 agents and it was a nightmare. Uh, I <laughs> wasn't betting anyone, like anyone and everyone want to come join, 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 right? <laughs> uh, uh, but it was an experience for me to know what it takes to, uh, mm. I guess, like uh, kind of uh, recruit the right agents, right? For, yeah. for my culture and everything. Uh, one thing about real estate is that everyone wants to be successful. You you will not find one person say, no, I just want to do it on the side. I don't want to be successful like that, right? Everyone wants to be successful, except that they don't want to put in the work it, right. it's required. Either they don't understand how much work it needs to be done, or they're just not so committed to that success that they want. So uh, I, I, I learned, that was a learning uh, curve for me, 2021, um, you know, out of the 120 houses we sold, out of 16 agents, it was actually done by six agents. So uh, you can see the number, right? Mm -hmm. So before I came to EXP, I decided, you know what? I'm not going to bring a baggage with me, right? It has to be people that are really committed and people that want to be successful. So I brought four agents with me uh, when I came to EXP. Right now, we are at 17 agents. Six of them are in my team, and I'm that's my magic number, six agents uh, that I could, uh, as far as my commitment goes with the team, with everything that I'm doing, I think the number six is uh, is the is the magic number for me. So I, uh, you know, maintain a very tight knit culture as far as the team, and you know, my goal is to like, you know what. Uh, I'll run this team, local team here, and maybe eventually we will turn it into national because this system that I have can be, uh, yep. you know, leveraged at a national level. But we'll see how that goes. But uh, that's pretty much, you know, a more more downsized model as far as the team. Uh, uh, I started my coaching program in 2022, February of 2022. So it's, it's been over a year now. So I'm focusing more on that instead of have, wanting to like grow the size of the team yeah yeah one thing i want to ask you about um how was the transition for you personally going from just being an agent and selling to now being a leader and having other agents and now kind of running your own team like how was that for you yeah so uh my coaches gave me three options like okay you want to start a team you have to decide on one of these options so uh, one is you stay in production, right? Uh, and you hire, you know, one ad agent at a time, kind of 
uh, offload some of your tasks on them, like maybe a part-time buyer agent who will produce on their own and you give one or two of your buyers. That was, and that was the slowest growth. And then the more, uh, you know, balanced model where you take on, you know, two buyer agents and one listing agent, you hire three agents and you kind of like get out of production 50% and you stay in production 50%. You can choose who, which route you want to go. And it was kind of like median growth. And then the last one was you get out of production completely and you go full force building a team and you focus yeah. all of your time in building a team. I'm like, yeah, last one. That's the fastest growth. <laughs> so, uh, because I had the systems and infrastructure set up, right? It wasn't. It didn't make sense for me to go for slow growth and wanting to keep all the money to myself. I wasn't at that point. I money wasn't exciting me. It was more about growth and you know making people successful. Even though, like my in my mind or in my vision, that wasn't still there. But over time, over the last three years, that's pretty much what drives me now. Is that you know, helping people become more successful, leveraging what I have mm. implemented and what I have achieved with my business, right? So uh, the journey, it's, it's in initially when you don't have other people's interest in mind and you're just about me, 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 uh, you know, my profit and my uh, business and how do I grow it? It's difficult, right? Mm. But uh, if you catch on and you 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 go through the transformation, right? And it's not an easy journey. I wouldn't say it's an easy journey uh, for a person that goes through that. Uh, but w if you do, uh, you know, transform and land on the promised land of like, okay, I want to do this to impact people and people's other people's lives. And, you know, return is there. Return is definitely there. I have, I have found it. I have uh, realized through my journeys that when you give to people, you always get back. Uh, it might not be as a monetary value, right? But it, it always comes back multiple folds. And that's something that I'm, actually I want to get into a TEDx, TEDx talk uh, with this is that uh, unlimited, uh, uh, no, it's, uh, what was it? The title of I, I came up with something where basically if you give un unconditional unconditional service will always bring you unlimited profit uh, yeah. and and I have seen I have done like social experiment with this in different like uh, yeah. different places and I have always seen like unconditional service will always give you back in many folds than what you have given so uh, that's pretty much where I am with this journey is that. And once you get there, right, giving people unconditionally, it becomes easy because you're not expecting anything return. You're not chasing. You're not, you know, after profit. You're not trying to do it for you and you're not begging and you're not going after people. You're just there to give back. Yeah, it's almost like the if we go back to something simple and classic as like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. When you get to the top, you're of service to people, you know, mm -hmm. you've handled your stuff. You've made money, right? Mm -hmm. You've broken past some of your barriers now you're gonna you know do on to others and, and give back yeah. and really that's yeah. really what you're describing and to me yeah. that is kind of like the peak we can yeah. say of the human being because now you're not worried about yourself you want to help other people and if everybody yeah. did that and reached that point the world would be a completely different place obviously yeah. right yeah for sure so um you mentioned you know rolling your stuff more into your coaching and focusing on that are you really looking now to leverage more step out of everything kind of buy your time back be profitable and kind of live you know that life Oh yeah, for sure. Um, uh, 
I haven't like promoted it so much, right? We are, we are having a, a relaunch for our coaching program on July 10. I'm kind of like streamlining everything where it's more uh, streamlined, uh, more uh, the onboarding into the coaching program is more streamlined and, and, and people, I want to, I want to kind of semi-automatic automatic is like there is not much impact you can make where it's just people come in and they just have to do everything on their own right uh, i have tried that it's not a good experience where people will if you have a good coaching program people will buy but uh you know what happens is a lot of people do need that hand holding and do need that guidance got someone guiding them through the process right uh, so I'm streamlining my coaching program that way where uh, it's not a whole lot of commitment from my end, probably about 10 hours a week, right? Um, and so my goal is about 30 hours a week, I would put into my business, right, altogether. And that that allows me the, t the flexible time that everyone dream of, right, uh, to give back to my community, give back to my family, spend quality time with my family. I love that, man. So uh, what do you think the next five years holds for you? Um, I want to get to, I would say 10 years. I, I want to think a little bit farther, uh, uh, within the next, uh, seven to 10 years, I would like to impact or, uh, help about thousand agents. So my sole focus right now is helping agents, team leaders, maybe brokers, uh, uh, leverage everything that I have uh, in my experience and all the systems and infrastructure that I have put together that could be copied and pasted into other people's businesses. Uh, so thousand agents. Yep. So that's, that's my goal. Thousand impact thousand agents over the next seven to 10 years. I love that, bro. I love that. So yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, man, and, and kind of sharing your story. Um, is there any kind of last things you want to plug? I know you mentioned you're kind of streamlining everything and, and officially relaunching the program July 10th. Is there anything else, like if you want to promote your website? I mean, your Instagram. I would say, well, you can find me Success Broker on any platform, but I would say if you're an agent, team leader, broker, you really need to start. Yeah, the old school ways still work. I get it. The cold calling, and I never got into cold calling myself. <laughs> uh, uh, I never got into open houses myself. I I'm always like, like if everyone else is doing something, I'm going to run the other way type of guy. Uh, I'm going to go find another way of doing it. Uh, yeah. But I would say if you are a real estate professional, even loan officers, right? Even people that are selling anything to do with real estate, uh, real estate traditionally or historically has been the industry that is always behind in time yeah. as far as technology goes. Uh, but we are living through a time where te technology is controlling a lot of our lives. If you yeah. really look at it, this, this right here, StreamYard right here, yeah. and th this is, this is going to even advance more, uh, you know, it's allowing people to, uh, kind of, uh, leverage technology to make, create more convenience, right? So, yeah. Uh, you need to leverage technology and artificial intelligence intelligence is a real thing it's almost like uh when it's really leveraged when we uh probably over the next two to three years we are gonna get to a point where everything's run by ai right every single thing that every aspects of our lives even healthcare right now is being impacted uh by ai so mm -hmm. look into that learn about ai learn about technology see how you can leverage technology to not only bring convenience to yourself but scale your business exponentially that's what i would say oh, the last thing i love that bro so uh, for everybody listening in whether you're on audio or video we will have everything in the description as well that way if you want to hit him up you can contact him directly but 
appreciate you coming on the show, bro, and, and kind of sharing some wisdom and sharing your story, man. For sure. All right, Thank we'll you. I appreciate you. it.